everybody. Good to see you. It is Thursday night. Hope you're ready. Starting off on something that may not be the world's most exciting topic, but in my opinion, it's a symptom for the reason or the symptom for the response to COVID-19 that we've seen. It's one of the many reasons why uh, we've seen the draconian response, the COVID-19 that we have, the buy-in specifically from the Democratic Party and from weak Republicans. And for those of you who don't know, there's also what the reason is, first of all, let me get it out there before I keep rambling on and on. The reason why you've seen such a draconian response to COVID-19 is to unseat a duly elected president. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, he was duly elected as president of the United States. Of course, I'll be voting for Trump. There's no doubt about that. He's pro-life. If you're pro-life, you're getting my vote. It's really as simple as that. I'm not voting for anybody that pulls babies out of people's wombs piece by bloody piece. Never going to get my vote. So the reason why uh, you've seen this draconian response to COVID-19 that you never saw before, if you looked at the response from the Obama administration to H1N1, the swine flu, it was basically nothing. They didn't even test. They got lucky that it didn't turn out to be worse than it was. Although, you know, again, how much worse is COVID-19? They'll say, well, you know, 12 to 15,000 deaths from H1N1 or more. I can't remember exactly how many there were in comparison to allegedly 150,000 deaths. But once again, those death rates are highly inflated. There's multiple, 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 multiple uh stories, uh, one story after another of fraudulent death certificates, fraudulent attributions to the COVID-19 death count, which go over, which we'll go over again. I never saw any of that with, with, uh, H1N1, never saw any of that before. I never seen that before in history where you've ever seen like tonight, I'll show you a lightning strike, someone who's struck by lightning, killed by lightning and what they put down as the cause of death. COVID-19. Never seen that before in history. So whenever you look at that 150,000 deaths in the United States from COVID-19, huge grain of salt. But the reason why this is going on, there really is. I don't know if they intended it to go as big as it is. Well, you know what? I take that back. I used to think that. They're, they're crashing the economy, they're attempting to crash the economy on purpose. It's complicit Republicans and the Democratic Party. And there's many complicit Republicans. You need to know that. I can't remember the name of the movement. I, I, it's, some, it's got like the Lincoln Project or something like that with a bunch of idiots like Carly Fiorina, Bush Associates and everything and, and those sorts that have pledged to vote for Joe Biden that are also trying to take Trump down, you know, and, all, and the many, just many weak, complicit, you know, bent over Republicans that are willing to do whatever it takes to uh, you know, make Democrats happy to, you know, placate Democrats. I don't ever want to be, uh, you know, criticized by Democrats. So whatever it is they say, I'm going to do. They're scared to death of the media. You know, whatever it is, there's just lots and lots of Republicans. And, and of course, the entire Democratic Party, the progressives, the socialists, Antifa, Black Lives Matter. They're simply trying to unseat a duly elected president. Now, here's one of the ways that they're doing this. And they're using the response to COVID-19 to implement these procedures. All right. Now this is what they're trying to do is of course, they're trying to do a completely mail in election where everybody just mails in their ballots. You just receive ballots and they're, you know, then you write, you fill it out and then mail it in. And of course there's going to be no corruption, right? There's never any corruption at the post office. There's never any corrupt. There's never been any real, uh, you know, mail in ballot corruption of an or absentee ballot corruption. Well, let's look from the heritage foundation. 
It's, they actually keep a database. The Heritage Foundation's election fraud database has been around for four years. With the addition of our latest batch of cases, the Heritage Foundation says, we are up to 1,285 proven instances of voter fraud. This is why they're trying to keep you from going and voting in person. 1,290 cases, basically, they say 1,285, 1,113 conv uh, criminal convictions, 1,113 convictions, Arizona, 2020. I just wrote down a couple of them. I'm not going to read them all because there's 1,113 convictions on voter fraud. And you will hear idiots in the media saying this is not an issue. You'll hear complicit Republicans say that this is why this has happened. This is, this is the reason why is, is to implement policies like this. That's why you've seen the draconian response to COVID-19. It's not just the draconian response. It's the worthless lies and information that have put, been put out. Like basically, you know, the basic lie is if you catch COVID-19, you're dead. And you see people you, I, every time, because I'm on the internet all the time looking for information and you see it all the time. And a new person, you know, you know, Joe Blow now, he has COVID-19, some same famous person. I'm like, okay, why didn't you tell me last time he had the, had a cold? Have you noticed all the big names? And I know Herman Cain. All right. I get it. Herman Cain was 74 years old. There's always exceptions. But again, the average age of death in America from COVID-19 is 75 years old with 50%. You take, uh, you know, 150,000 deaths, allegedly 75,000 of those occurred in nursing homes. And you had many complicit governors like Phil Murphy and Andrew Cuomo shipping COVID patients into nursing homes. So if you, if you were to take that and you go, you know what you, you have, you, you have all these, you know, again, deaths, it, but the basic lie is that if you catch it, you're dead. And that's absolutely not true. If you notice that all the famous people, whether it was Tom Hanks and his wife, the head coach for, you know, New Orleans Saints, uh, numerous other quote unquote, even like Chris Cuomo, um, George Papadopoulos, people like that. All these people who have caught COVID. It was a ba major headline. Well, how are they doing? Oh, they're all fine. They're all fine. You know, like occasionally somebody dies of it, just like occasionally somebody dies of the flu. And this is a, if you were to classify it, it's a severe flu. When it, when it's severe, it's severe, but rarely is it severe. 66,000, you know, severe to critical cases, you know, to, you know, serious to critical cases on planet earth right now, 66,000 out of 7.9 billion people, 66,000, this is absolute statistical truth. 99% of all COVID cases are mild, but this is what they put out. And the reason is, is to keep you away from voting in person. It's not just that there's many other reasons. They wanted to crash the economy so that you wouldn't vote for Trump. And now what the democratic party wants to do is corrupt. They want to corrupt the election. It's so funny too, from people we've heard over the last three years talking about Russian meddling in our elections and collusion and collusion. Well, here they are. They don't need the Russians. They'll do it themselves. They'll just collude with themselves. And it, why is it all Democrats? Why is it always the Democrats looking to do this? Why is it almost always, you know, people try to be nice about it. And occasionally a Republican will corrupt an election. Very much true. 
but very rarely, almost every single time, every single time where you're like, you see a Republican one on the night of the election, right? And then the next day, oh, they count, they found some votes, some absentee ballots came in, you know, and it's way towards the Democrat almost every single time. And almost every time you find ballots that are found in the trunk of a car, it's the Democrats. Almost every, well, every single time I've ever seen where dead people are voting, it's the Democrats every time. But back to the Heritage Foundation, they found 1,290 cases of voter fraud. They have a database they've kept for four years. 1,113 criminal convictions. I'll just read a couple to you. Arizona 2020, Randy Jumper, criminal conviction, fraudulent use of absentee ballots. California 2020. April Italiano, criminal conviction, false registrations. California, 2020. Gentry Jasperson, criminal conviction, ballot petition fraud. California, 2020. These are, this is all fact. Pull it up. Please look it up yourself. California, 2020. Bradley Jasperson, another one for, well, this, oh, it's, you have brothers here. Bradley and Gentry. Bradley Jasperson, criminal conviction, ballot petition fraud. California 2020, Norman Hall, criminal conviction, ballot petition fraud. New Mexico, they do a lot of ballot harvesting in California. It's the only state of the, by the way, that's where Hillary got like 2 million through 3 million votes over Trump. They ballot harvest. It's the only state in the union where you can ballot harvest legally is California. What's that mean? You go and you send, you you go to people's houses Take their mail-in ballot and bring it. You go, you up to somebody, some say maybe some old lady, and go, "Hey, how you doing? You know, Tom Williams here from the Democratic Party. How would you like to vote for the Democratic candidate? Absolutely. Well, here, fill out this form, this absentee ballot. We'll take it and we'll bring it in for you. In, in for you. That's called ballot harvesting. Think they'd do it if the person says, "No, I'm voting for Trump." No, they'd walk away. But they ballot harvest in California. That's illegal in every other state. And lo and behold, the first couple of cases, here's one out of New Mexico. New Mexico 2020. See, and you'll hear it from the media. This is a non-issue. New Mexico 2020. Diane Herrera, criminal conviction, fraudulent use of absentee ballots. New Mexico 2020. Lauren Seeds, criminal conviction, fraudulent use of absentee ballots. Over and over again. Virginia 2020. Lauren Peabody, criminal conviction, ballot petition fraud. I could go on and on. There's 1,113 of those I could read to you. Of course, I won't do that to you tonight. This is from Mercedes Schlapp. Follow her on Twitter. Follow her on Facebook. Great conservative pundit. In 72 hours, Nevada Democrats rushed a fundamental change to the state's election system in an 11th hour bid to change the rules to favor a Democratic victory in November. In the dead of night and less than 100 days from the election, Nevada Democrat Governor Steve Sisliak dissed an absolute progressive socialist hack. That's my own. That's not her words. Signed into law, a universal vote-by-mail system that would send a ballot to every address on Nevada's, on Nevada's voter rolls. Requested or not. It doesn't matter whether you're alive or dead, whether you live there or not. So there's going to be all sorts of floating ballots all over the state of Nevada. All over the state of Nevada. Whether you live there or not, they're sending a ballot to every address. That'll work. There can't be any fraud with that. Whether the voter was still alive or not. The Nevada law states that ballots will be mailed to addresses on the voter rolls along with prepaid a prepaid return envelope. 
United States Postal Service regulations note that prepaid envelopes are not required to be postmarked, meaning that if Nevadans mail their ballot back in, pre, in the prepaid envelope they received, that envelope may not feature the date the ballot was sent back. So they don't have to be postmarked. So you can say, let me, let me translate that. You're night of, you're like, oh crap, my guy lost. Go and find a whole bunch of people who didn't vote or just find a bunch of ballots and send them in after that because they're still going to count them because they're not postmarked. I'll keep reading. And if the undated ballot is received up to three days after the election, it will still be counted. Fact. Furthermore, the law includes a provision that ballots received in three days after the election would be counted even if that ballot is not postmarked. So it doesn't matter. If it's received three days after, it doesn't matter the postmark on it. You can vote two days after the election. I want you to picture this. This is, this is coming into law in, the, in a battleground state in Nevada. This has now become law or becoming law. Even if the ballot is not postmarked to prove the vote was cast before November 3rd. For example, Los Angeles County voter rolls include, here's some more, 112% of the entire population. But there's, there's no concern about any voter fraud with a complete mail-in election. It totally and completely favors Democrats. That's why you're seeing it. Where are, why, why, wouldn't, why, why are you not seeing you know, Republican pundits wanting it? Why? I mean, if it goes bad for the Democrats, suddenly, you know, if, we were to, if it does go this way, we do a bunch of mail-in ballots, we better rise. Because there's going to be so much corruption. I think I put out, I think it was a few days ago, I put out a, a, Facebook, a, a Facebook post with Ted Cruz on it. Talking about 56 million evangelicals, or you know, I'm not going to call them all evangelicals, but people who call themselves Christians, didn't vote in the last election. We're going to have to rise if you want Donald Trump to be your president. As an example of further voter fraud, Los Angeles County voter rolls included 100 112% of their entire population. So their voter rolls are 12% over what who actually lives there. There's 12% more on their voter rolls than actually live in the city of Los Angeles. CNN's Brianna Keeler, CNN of course, claims voter fraud is not a thing. Besides the incredible intellectual uh, capacity of using such a, you know, descriptive term of not a thing. She, she was actually interviewing Mercedes slap. It was for Mercedes slap put down this. I was further disturbed to learn that Brianna Keeler's husband. Now this is a CNN reporter. She has her own show. Brianna. Uh, what's her name again? Brianna Keeler. I don't watch CNN, so I don't know their names has her own show. Her husband is a ferocious opponent of the president. This is the media, a former director of the National Security Council under President Obama. This is her hubby and a man who tweets, among other things, that Donald Trump makes him throw up. This is a person that says that she's a journalist and just said voter fraud is not a thing. Here's another example. 20, this just in. This is just from today or yesterday. 25% of ballots in Brooklyn, June primaries, invalid. 25% guys, I need my iPad too. 25% of ballots in Brooklyn June primaries invalid. 25% invalid. 
according to the New York Post. A staggering, this is the article, a staggering 25% of mail-in ballots cast in Brooklyn for June's primary elections were declared invalid. It was, it was revealed on Tuesday as Mayor Bill de Blasio called on the Board of Elections to shape up by November. Oh, great. Hey, Bill de Blasio is calling on them to shape up. So we're all set. 25% of their ballots were invalid. Absolutely invalid. I was waiting. Okay, there's, um, I don't have anything to show. I'm sorry. I'm trying to say hello to everybody. Nothing is showing me who's on, guys. I need something that shows me who's actually watching. I appreciate it. Trying to say hey to everybody, but my I have a new iPad, and they're trying to get it to work for me. All right, now let's move on to Bill Gates. This is, this is something that I've mentioned before, but... I wanted to throw out a lot of a lot of facts on Bill Gates tonight. I hope you're ready for them. And I know this stuff can be a little wonky. You can have people come up and give you general terms and lots of general conversation, but I want you to have facts and data. I want you to actually have things that you can use. And this article was actually written by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And you need to listen, not a big fan of his politics except for vaccines except for child abuse abuse and, and people abuse via vaccines. And this is what he wrote about Bill Gates. He said, he's the guy who unreportedly added, get this now, a sterilization formula. Bill Gates, who added, who unreportedly added a sterilization formula. Now remember, what does Bill Gates always say? He wants to lower the world population through vaccines. What that means, I didn't really know until I read this. So RFK Jr. says Bill Gates, who unreportedly added a, didn't report it to anybody, added a sterilization formula to every single vaccine for the last 10 years. And the World Health Organization had to admit it in court. Fact. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Children's Health Defense. That's where you find this. Regarding Bill Gates. Independent labs have found the sterility formula in every vaccine tested. If this wasn't true now, what would happen to RFK? Why isn't he being sued? After denying the charges, the World Health Organization finally admitted that it had been developing the sterility vaccines for over a decade. Similar accusations from Tanzania, Nicaragua, Mexico, and the Philippines. As RFK Jr. has pointed out, the way it works is if any of this is false, then Bill Gates should sue him immediately for libel. However, it's not false, so he cannot. Here's another example. Talking about Bill Gates. Promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Gates took control of Indians, India's National Advisory Board and mandated 50 polio vaccines up from five to every child before they turn five years old. They used to get one per year, basically five vaccines. He upped it to 50. My church knows about this because I've talked about it from the pulpit. Indian doctors blame Bill Gates, the Bill Gates campaign for a de devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 496,000 children between 2000 and 2000. 17 fact you're like conspiracy theory really the whole the whole nation of india is lying about bill gates really okay in 2017 the indian government dialed back uh, gates's vaccine regimen and evicted gates and his cronies from the nab 
polio paralysis rates dropped precipitously after that. Lo and behold, Bill Gates leaves the country and polio cases drop precipitously. What a shock. And Bill Gates is still talking about polio. In the, I watched an interview of him, a recent interview from this year. He can't wait for Corona to be solved so he can get back to polio. That's how he is. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly vac- is a predominantly a vaccine strain. Let me say that again. The World Health 2017, three years ago, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly a vaccine strain, meaning it's coming from Gates from the Gates vaccine program. This is the World Health Organization, whom Bill Gates is like this with. He gives them hundreds of millions of dollars. He gave them $50 million to call the coronavirus situation a pandemic. They refused to call it a pandemic. So Bill Gates called him up and said, hey, I'll give you another $50 million. And the next day, they they switched, they changed their tune. They called the coronavirus pandemic a pandemic. The most frightening epidemics in Congo, in the Philippines, and Afghanistan of polio are all linked to Gates vaccines. By 2018, three quarters of global polio cases were from Gates vaccines. Three quarters of global polio cases were from Gates vaccines. So when you hear someone like Judy Mikovits say, that if you unleash Bill Gates on the world, thousands or millions will die. 496 paralyzed children in the country of India India because of Bill Gates' polio regimen. Fact. They kicked him out of the country. Fact. In 2014, the Gates Foundation funded tests of experimental HPV human papilloma virus vaccines developed by GSK and Merck on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian villages. See how he plays it? See how he does it? I wonder where all the coronavirus experimentation will happen. You think it'll happen here? Now, they'll find somewhere else to do it. That's where they're doing their digital tattoo stuff too is in foreign countries. I'm not going to do that tonight. I'll do just Bill Gates on vaccines tonight. Approximately 1,200 suffered Oh, maybe start over again on 23,000 young girls in remote Indian villages, approximately 1200 suffered severe side effects, including autoimmune and fertility disorders. Seven young girls died. He does. He care. Bill Gates care. No Indian government investigations charged that Gates funded researchers, researchers committed pervasive ethical violations, pressuring vulnerable village girls into the trial bullying parents, forging consent forms, and refusing medical care to injure girls. The case is now in the country's Supreme Court. Fact! It's not conspiracy theories, folks. Uh, I'm going to trust the experts. This is who you're trusting, right? All of the Christian quarantiners still scared to death of the pandemic plague of coronavirus. There's a 99.9% survival rate. This is the guy who wants to plunge a needle into your flesh and inject whatever he freaking feels like it. In 2010, 
The Gates Foundation funded a trial of GSK's experimental malaria vaccine, killing 151 African infants. See how they do it? Not here. In Africa. And causing serious adverse effects, including, here he is again, doctor paralysis, including paralysis, seizure, vibrial convulsions to 1,048 of the 5,000 kids. One in five, 20%. There are just some convulsions and death. Don't worry about it. During Gates' 2002, guy's been all over the place. Men Afric, men Afric, I can't even pronounce the word, Afrivac, Afrivac, men Afrivac campaign. Men Afrivac campaign in Sub-Saharan Africa. The guy never leaves. He never leaves India or Africa. Gates operatives forcibly vaccinated thousands of African children against meningitis. Between 50 to 500 children developed, here he is again, a paralysis. South African newspapers complain we are guinea pigs for drug makers. Nelson Mandela's former senior economist, Professor Patrick Bond, describes Gates' philanthropic practices as ruthless and immoral. And this is who's all over CNN, right? In 2010, Gates committed $10 billion to the World Health Organization, promising to reduce population. How do you, how do you, how do you give $10 billion to the World Health Organization, World Health Organization, to reduce the population? Tell me how that makes sense. In part through new vaccines. How does that make sense? How do you vaccinate people unless you're putting sterilization drugs in with the vaccine in with the vaccines how is it that you're going to limit population growth how are you going to lower world population how do we go back to the beginning right reportedly added a sterilization formula to every single vaccine for the last freaking 10 years billy gates that's who this guy is he's a he's a little nerdy demon A month later, Gates tell, tells a TED Talk that new vaccines could reduce population. In 2014, Kenya's Catholic Doctors Association accused the World Health Organization of chemically sterilizing millions of unwilling Kenyan women with a phony tetanus vaccine campaign. Facts. In 2017, a 2017 study showed the World Health Organization's popular DDTP is killing more, more Africans than the disease itself. Vaccinated girls suffer 10 times the death rate of unvaccinated children. Gates and the WHO refused to recall the lethal vaccine, which the World Health Organization forces upon millions of Af African children annually. Enough of that. That's where we're at. I go on and on. I can go on and on and on about Bill Gates. That is who that guy is. And all the trusting conservatives, they're the, you're the ones that bother me the most. I expect the Democratic Party to follow Bill Gates swirling down the toilet of hell. I expect that of the Democratic Party. It saddens me to see Christian people praying for a vaccine that Bill Gates will, Bill Gates will deliver. All right, who's watching tonight? Can I look at this thing? Is it working? Well, kind of.
That's kind of yeah, it's working. Let me say to some people. Hey, Shira, glad you're on. Hey, Dennis, glad you're on. Jody, glad you're on. Greg, glad you're on. Hey, Lynn, glad you're on. Who else is on? Hey, Renee. Hey, Gina. Hey, Ron from Pennsylvania. Hey, Harold, glad you're on. I love your last name, Harold. Awesome. Um, I won't say it. Hey, Barbara, glad you're on. Let's see who else is on. Let's see. Cheryl, good to see you on. Lots of people. Hey, Lisa, glad you're on. God bless you guys. Oliver, glad you're on. Christine, I see you. God bless you from Central, uh, from, from New York. Christine from New York, God bless you. It helps me if you guys put where you're from on there so I can shout out what your real name is so you know who I'm talking to. Hey, Johnny from Amarillo, Texas. Amarillo, Texas, God bless you. Glad you're on. Johnny from Tennessee, God bless you. Jan, Brenham, Texas, God bless you. Glad you're on. Hey, Daryl, glad you're on from church. Hey, Matthew. God bless you, man. Glad you're on. All right, some quick hitters. Judicial Watch. FDA under Obama paid for fresh fetal body parts to create humanized mice. Fact. Judicial Watch. FDA, the Food and Drug Administration under Barack Hussein Obama paid for fresh fetal body parts to create human mice. You know what? Just speaking of abortion, put up that screen for me. There you go. Abortion deaths USA, COVID-19 deaths USA. Hey, Christians, just stay at home scared to death of COVID-19. You're really saving a lot of lives. There you go. And here's a video. This is, this is old, but I want you to know the Democratic Party is all about. I really want you, I want you to see this. You have during the administration of Barack Hussein Obama, the FDA paying for fresh fetal body parts. That's a fact. That, this, is a, this is a law, federal lawsuit. This is an absolute fact. Judicial Watch has sued the FDA for this information. It's a fact. To create humanized mice. What for? I'll bet you it's for vaccines. It had to do with HIV. I'll bet you it has to do with, with vaccines. But this is, the, this is the regard that the Democratic Party has for human life. Play that video for me. How late in the third trimester could a, a physician perform an abortion if he indicated it would impair the mental health of the, of the woman? Or physical health. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm um, talking about the mental health. So, I mean, through the third trimester. The third trimester goes all the way up to 40 weeks. Okay, but to the end of the third trimester. Yep, I don't think we have a limit in the bill. So, um, where it's obvious that a woman is about to give birth, she has physical signs of, of, that she is about to give a birth, would that still be a point at which she could request an abortion if she was so certified? She's dilating. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that would be a, you know, a decision that the doctor, the physician and the woman. I understand that. that I'm point. asking if your bill allows that. My bill would allow that. Yes. There you go. Back to me. So in other words, the woman's dilating, the child is in the birth canal and you can abort the baby. You see the, have you ever watched the women in the videos? They look like the world's most unhappy, miserable people. You know why? Cause you're a baby butcherer. Simple as that. You're for killing human life. More quick hitters. Vote by mail chaos. 
liberal group Center for Voter Information sent thousands of illegal, incorrect, pre-filled absentee ballot request forms to voters. They don't have to worry. You can do all voting by mail. It'll be safe and secure. Another quick hitter, 35-year-old Florida roofer, this is what I was talking about earlier, struck by lightning, listed as a coronavirus fatality. A 35-year-old male who was struck by lightning on May 28th died from serious, I don't know who, I heard somebody else talking about this. I don't know who writes these articles anymore. I don't know who these editors are, but I, I, you know, I just screenshot these articles and grammatically they're completely incorrect. So, so sometimes when you hear me stumbling over them, it's because they've left out words died from, it's just died from serious spinal cord. That's what it says in the art. This is from the article died from serious spinal cord. Died from serious spinal cord and brain injuries on June 9th was listed in Dade County. (laughs) This article is making sense. But listed in Dade County as a death from coronavirus. There you go. When have you ever heard this before? You ever ask yourself these questions about anything that's going on in life? Ask yourself these questions like, well, I've never seen anything like this before. I've never seen a false attribution ever for the flu ever for the cold, for a cold, ever for a car crash. I've never seen it where somebody dies in a car crash and it's lied about and said that they died of the flu ever or vice versa. They died in a car crash and they attribute flu to it. Another quick hitter, New York AG. Oh, here's it. Here's that article I was looking for. Letitia James files lawsuits seeking to dissolve the NRA. <laughs> the New York attorney general. Letitia James files a federal lawsuit seeking to dissolve the National Rifle Association. You are awesome. They just found it for me. Thank you, Aaron. Accusing the organization of years of self-dealing and illegal conduct that violates New York's charity law and undermine its own mission. Play the video for me. Just a few minutes ago, my office filed a lawsuit against the National Rifle Association to dissolve the organization in its entirety for years of self-dealing and illegal conduct that violate New York's charities law and undermine its own mission. The National Rifle Association, or the NRA, is the largest and most influential pro-gun organization in the nation. Since its founding in 1871, The NRA has been a registered not-for-profit charitable corporation in the state of New York. The Attorney General's office has a wide range of regulatory and enforcement powers over charitable corporations and their trustees. Now you bring back to me, just much minutia after that. So there you go. Now I'm going to be looking into Miss Letitia James. I want to find out what her backing was since I've already uncovered numerous times where George Soros paid for these people's campaigns. I'm going to see the, the one who let loose of... Uh, Jesse Smollett, uh, George Soros funded campaign. The one who's prosecuting or trying to prosecute the McCloskey's in St. Louis, uh, George Soros paid for her campaign. Uh, The mayor of Atlanta, the one who is is attempting to prosecute the police officer involved in the very righteous shooting up there, also a Soros acolyte. So I'm going to be looking into Letitia James to see where her money came from. Another quick hitter, Antifa militants rove into residential parts of Portland. An assault woman at her home tried to blind her with lasers. 
I'm going to show you that video later. I'm going to just keep it where it's at. Oh, you got it ready for me? Yeah, play it. Let's do it. There's Antifa. Look what they're doing to this woman. Jerry Nadler said that this is all a myth. This is all a myth. How would you like, ever seen it before in your life? You ever seen anything like this before in your life? I never have. Now you can bring it back to me. I've never seen anything like this ever. 51 years on planet Earth. I've never seen it. All right. Bill Gates on coronavirus trials. He's talking. He's, he's an interviewer. I think it's Nora O'Donnell is the one that's uh, interviewing him. Listen to this information. Play that video for me. At least 80% of participants experienced a systemic side effect ranging from severe chills to fevers. So are these vaccines safe? Well, the... Uh, well, well, the FDA not being pressured will look hard at that. The FDA is the gold standard of regulators uh, and their current guidance on this, if they stick with that, is is very, very appropriate. Uh, and, you know, the, it, the, 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 the side effects were not super severe. That is, it didn't cause permanent health problems for uh the things there, they, you know, Moderna did have to go with a fairly high dose. And so, uh, you know, to get the antibodies, some of the other vaccines uh, are going able uh, to go uh, with lower uh, doses uh, uh, uh. to get uh, responses that are, are pretty high, including the, the J&J and the Pfizer. And so there's a lot of characteristics of these vaccines. Um, it's great that we have multiple of them uh, that I are going everybody- out there. and. Yes, I you, think you know the data the better than I do. But the bill, bill the, the data showed that everybody with a high dose had a, a side effect. Yeah, but some of that is is not dramatic where, you know, it's just, you know, super painful. But yes, there we need to make sure there's not severe side effects. The FDA, uh, I, I, I think, will do a good job of that uh, despite the pressure. How many doses of the vaccine will we need? Well, none of the vaccines at this point appear like they'll work with a single dose. That was the the hope not. at the very beginning. Uh, maybe one of them, particularly in the second generation, won't surprise us. We hope just two, although in the elderly, sometimes uh, it it takes more. And, and so making sure we have lots of elderly people in the trial will give us that data. You've said some more than 7 billion doses. That's what we'll need. Well, if, if what you're trying to do is block all the transmission, then you need to get, you know, 70, 80% coverage on a global basis. So that, you know, it's unbelievably big numbers. I mean, you're talking about a global vaccination program without a vaccine that hasn't been fully developed yet and a massive scaling up of how to produce one or several vaccines. I mean, it's just... It's mind-boggling to think about this effort. Of course, you know, you have him there, his, his MO, multiple doses. Again, Bill Gates, 7 billion, 8 billion doses. That's what's going to have to happen. And, and it's not just 8 billion doses. He's talking about multiple doses per, pe- per person. He's talking about people who are elderly. Who knows how many they're going to get? Here's Bill Gates, another Bill Gates. This one's much shorter, just about 20 seconds. And he says, we can't get back to normal without being vaccinated. Play that one for me. 
you know, and give us some time to get both the drugs and advance uh, the vaccine. It's, it is fair to say things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to basically the entire world. And so, you know, the best people at the foundation uh, who are all about uh, high volume vaccines, you know, are working with many manufacturers, uh, not only on the safety and efficacy, but getting that uh, billions of dose capacity. All right, back to uh, me. So- there you go. That's Bill Gates. Remember what I read to you earlier about him. He is responsible for the deaths and I don't know what the plural word is for being paralyzed. Multiple cases of people being paralyzed. He is, he, this, is, this man is responsible for this. And here he is. He, he is the foremost source of vaccine expertise on the planet. Now, he's just, don't worry, Dr. Fauci's on his board for vaccinations for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Don't, don't worry. He's just the biggest contributor in the world to the World Health Organization. Nothing to see here. Nothing at all to see here. It's amazing to me how this doesn't scare liberals. How does it not scare you? If you notice the reporter there on the first video, she's nervous. Nora O'Donnell. She's nervous. She's like, she's like you're talking about this and that. Yeah, she's, nor- she's nervous. She should be nervous. She said, And he's nodding his head. So you're talking about a... A vaccine for everybody on the planet that's not even proved yet. He's nodding his head. That is Bill Gates. That is who is in Anthony Fauci's ear every day. Bill Gates. All right. Quick hitters. Dunkin' Donuts worker. Arrested for putting snot in a cop's coffee. Here he is. Didn't you just picture that's who it was? That guy right there. You just knew that's who it was, right? All right, back to me. Schools in Vermont District, another quick hitter, ordered Black Lives Matter flags to be flown. School district in Vermont, Mill River Unified Union School District. Only a school district could name themselves that. Mill River Unified Union School District has ordered that Black Lives Matter flags be flown over their schools. Why not crosses? State, here's another one. State Rep. LaShawn K. Ford presented the plan Sunday in Evanston, a Chicago suburb, saying the leaders want to halt history lessons until sweeping changes can be decided upon. In a news release, Ford cited concerns of white privilege and racism in the current education program in Chicago. Until there's a more inclusive alternative, Ford is requesting that the Illinois State Board of Education and local school districts halt history education here's another one this is a good one ratings crash for the nba major league baseball after protest filled debuts keep it going america i put out a facebook post earlier in the week put it basically put out this article and i put on there keep it going america listen we have got the full scale. There's, some, there's coward commentators out there. I never like to call for protests. I'm calling for protests. I don't care. We need to absolutely boycott the NBA, the NFL, Major League Baseball. I'll show you the, the NHL is gone. Tons of kneelers now. Tons of kneelers in the NFL. They're gone. They're gone. All right, here we go. Joe Biden. Democratic Party presidential candidate. 
He, I, I titled this video, Joe Biden, the plagiarist. Play the video for me. Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden today faces a controversy. Three weeks ago at a debate at the Iowa State Fair, he used phrases identical to those delivered by British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock. Biden seems to be claiming Kinnock's vision and life as his own. Watch this now. Why is it that my wife is sitting out there in the audience is the first in her family to ever go to college? Why is Glennis the first? woman in her family in a thousand generations to be able to get the university my ancestors who worked in the coal mines in northeast pennsylvania and come up after 12 hours and play football eight hours underground and then come up and play football it's because they didn't have a platform upon which to stand there was no platform upon which they could stand the notion that every thought or notion or idea you'd have to go back and find and attribute to someone i think is quite frankly, uh, ludicrous. The problem here is that Senator Biden told his audience he'd just been thinking about these things and he failed to give any credit at all to his famous British speechwriter. You know, I was thinking on the way over here. <laughs> now that's a little too much because as you point out, what's behind the words, what's there? And a lot of people, the rap on Biden has always been that it's just a surface. I should have said, to paraphrase Neil Kinnock, the only time I didn't in all the times I've ever used it. But CBS News found a tape of a second instance. It reappeared in the New York Times with a new charge that Biden had appropriated a famous litany from the late Robert Kennedy about what the gross national product cannot measure. It cannot measure the health of our children. The health of our children. The quality of our education. The quality of their education. The joy of their play. Or the joy of their play. Biden gave Kennedy no credit. He has also quoted or paraphrased John Kennedy, Hubert Humphrey, and British Labor Party leader Neil Kinnock, all without credit. Yeah, you bring it back to me. There you go. I mean, who does this? Who on earth does things like this? And then he'll say it's a mistake later on, just like he lied about his law school that he taught, that he was on three scholarships or you know he graduated at the top of his class. He, oh, no, he graduated with three degrees. Was that, Well, he, he said he was on a full scholarship, bold-faced lie. Graduated with three separate degrees, bold-faced lie. Said that he graduated in the top of his class, bold-faced lie, and then says he kind of misremembered. Let's just let's categorize that as the fourth bold-faced lie. This is the man running for president of the United States. Who, who does this? Who would think you were going to get caught? And that's back in the day. When there was there wasn't even an internet then they still caught him. That's that's how bad it was. That's it. That, I mean that's it, 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 it. As extreme as it can get. That back in the day you have people with VHS tapes catching you. Another quick hitter. What a surprise! The progressive liberal rag New York Times writer is calling for the end of presidential debates. I wonder why. Because they don't want Biden on the stage with President Trump. This is the agenda behind it all, folks. The agenda behind the all of the COVID-19 garbage, Black Lives Matter, Antifa is to squash, get rid of conservatives, starting with the church and getting Donald Trump out of being president. That's what it's all about. There's nothing else to it. They don't have any pure motives. There's no compassion involved. All right, some more quick hitters. Facebook removes Trump post over coronavirus. Facebook just removes the president of the United States' post off of Facebook, calling it misinformation. Here's another one. 
quick hit or false positive. Again, when have you ever heard this with any pandemic ever? False positive COVID-19 result shuts down daycare right here near my hometown in Northport, Florida. False COVID-19 result. Another, another, another quick hitter. Gun sales up 135% this July in comparison to last July. Good. Keep it going. You might need them. No, here's another quick hitter. Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively apologize for getting married on a plantation. You just can't, I mean, I, last night I stumbled upon a post from a Washington Redskins football player, no longer a Washington Redskins, a Washington football team player. That's no other, the team from Washington's player. I don't know how to put it verbally. I have no clue how to phrase it, but it was, I'm, I'm thinking how, I mean, is anybody I, 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 again, I don't even know the words. It's so, the only word that comes to mind is stupid, but I've used it 500 times. It's like twilight zone. I'm sitting there watching an NFL football player from a team called the Washington football team. That's where we're at. You have actors and actresses. And I, I know that they're, these people are probably double, double digit IQ folk. However, you apologize for your wedding from eight years ago that you happened to have on a plantation. I wouldn't apologize. I listen. I wouldn't care if I did my entire wedding ceremony on a plantation with all redskin garb on. I still wouldn't apologize for it ever. Here's another quick hitter. Biden scraps plans to travel to Milwaukee for nomination acceptance, citing coronavirus concerns see that's what it's all about it is all about unseating donald trump that's all he crashed the economy allegedly anybody with a brain knows it's not his fault but there's so many brainless people listen if you pulled a lever for hillary clinton you're brainless you need to repent of being brainless you just are you're just absolutely out of your mind but here's the, that, that's what this is all. I mean, look at the correlation. He's no longer, he's not going to go accept his nomination at their convention, which is probably a convention with 100 people 20 feet apart on Zoom conference calls. I have no idea what their convention will be, but he ain't going. Again, grievous coronavirus concerns. There won't be anybody within 20 feet of each other at this thing, but he can't go. Keeps him out of public. Keeps him in his basement. Keeps him away from Donald Trump. Keeps him from having to make a speech. That is what all this stuff is about. All right, back on to big tech tyrants. Taking down only conservative content. Listen, we have got to fight this. We've got to fire rumor, you know, I don't know, two years ago that there was a conservative thinking about buying Twitter. There's we Listen, I love Parler. Parler's up to 4 million uh, subscribers now, I guess you call it. And I have absolutely zero traction on Parler. Nobody notices one thing I do on there because there's just not a whole lot of people on it. And move over there and don't drop your Facebook accounts, your Twitter accounts or anything like that. I'm just saying the parlor is the only fair one out there right now. And Facebook actually used to be the most fair, more fair than YouTube, way more fair than Twitter. But now he's having to cave too, because he's getting pressure from lots and lots of advertisers, big money advertisers. And that's why I read to you earlier, Facebook dropped 
one of President Trump's posts calling it misinformation. And it wasn't misinformation. It was, it was basically, he was saying that kids rarely ever get COVID. That's a fact. But they put it out as misinformation because they have their, their fact checkers that are nothing more than Democratic Party hacks. That's all they are. But we just, we're just going to have to face the fact of where we're at. We're being censored. And here's the thing. I was totally against any sort of government DOJ intervention in this matter. But it's going to have to happen probably, folks. Because you see, they have, they have, if you're, you know, it's platform versus publisher. Twitter's a platform. YouTube's a platform. Facebook's a platform. Parlor's a platform. What that means, if you're a platform, you're not responsible for the content on the platform. So you can put on there, you know, Graybeard's rule. And that's not factually accurate. And if somebody finds out that Graybeard's don't rule, you can't be sued if you're a platform. If you put out there on a, on pub, on a, if you're like the New York times sports illustrated, whatever it may be, the sporting news, whatever, you know, Orlando, Orlando Sentinel, whatever New York post, those are publishers. They're responsible for their content and can be sued over their content. They can be sued for libel for their content. You get certain benefits from being a platform, you have governmental, if you say, if you say, you know what, we're a platform that way, anybody, you don't get to control then your content. You have to allow all content on there with the exception of violence and pornography. You have to. Now, if you are a platform, that means you can't be sued for content. The government keeps you. You actually have stipulated legal statutes that keep you from being sued if you're a platform for content that gets put on there. You can have somebody going on there and say, you know, I am a warlock and, you know, I'm taking over the world tomorrow and Donald Trump is partnering with me. You can put that on a platform. And if it doesn't happen, you'll say somebody really bought in. They couldn't wait and they, you know, got hurt over it. You can't be sued if you're a platform. If you're a publisher and you publish that, you can be sued for it. So you, li certain liabilities are kept away from platforms that are not for publishers. It's governmental. If Facebook's going to decide, Facebook is right now a publisher. They're not a platform anymore because they're, they are making themselves responsible for their content. Same with Twitter. Same with YouTube. They're pulling down anything that anybody says. I had a hydroxychloroquine clip for tonight. It's, we can't find it. It's been pulled down. It was there earlier today. It's been pulled down now. Anything that doesn't go with their narrative. And these are, they've been caught by Project Veritas. They've been caught, all of them. They're liberal hacks behind the scenes. Google has been caught behind the scenes saying that they want to thwart Donald Trump and his reelection re campaign and or his campaign, his original campaign. So these are tech tyrants out there and these liabilities that they're, that they've been, you know, kept from, they need to now have, and that means the government's going to have to come in and say, you're a platform or you're a publisher, which one are you choose? And if you're going to be a platform, then you need to allow conservatives to put whatever they want on there outside of pornography, outside of violence.
That's it. Everything else you can put on Donald Trump rules. You can put hydroxychloroquine's the greatest thing on the planet. Anything you want. If you're a platform, if you're going to, uh, censor your content, then you're a publisher. And that means that now, in my opinion, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube are all publishers and can be sued for their content because that's what they've chosen to do. That's the way that it is. So Jim Jordan was on the Hill talking about this the other day. Play that video for me. Just cut to the chase. Big tech's out to get conservatives. That's not a suspicion. That's not a hunch. That's a fact. July 20th, 2020, Google removes the homepages of Breitbart and the Daily Caller. Just last night, we learned Google has censored Breitbart so much, traffic has declined 99%. June 16th, 2020, Google threatens to demonetize and ban the Federalists. April 19th, 2020, Google and YouTube announce a policy censoring the content that conflicts with recommendations of the World Health Organization. Now think about that. The World Health Organization, the organization that lied to us, the organization that shielded for China, and if you contradict something they say, they can say whatever they want. They can lie for China. They can chill for China. You say something against them, you get censored. June 29, 2020, Amazon bans President Trump's account on Twitch after he raises concerns about defunding the police. June 4, 2020, Amazon bans a book critical of the coronavirus lockdowns written by a conservative commentator. May 27, 2020, Amazon Smile won't let you give to the Family Research Council and the Alliance Defense Fund, but you can give to Planned Parenthood. All right, back to me. There you go. That's what we're dealing with. And we have to stand up against these things. We have to fight. And listen, that means we all may have to migrate away. You know, there, there may come a time where we have to go back to radio. We have to go back to TV. We have to go to parlor. We have to have a, a alternative to Facebook. We're being censored. I mean, literally censored by the thousands, thousands of posts that are absolute fact are being pulled down all the time, every day, every week, every month, thousands a year are being pulled down or ones that never had the opportunity because their account has been banned or demonetized. And I'm not even covering shadow banning and demonetizing right now. There's many times where you're sitting there going, why do why that, why that post didn't get any play? Because they're, they're shadow banning you. I've had this happen to me, and I'm only I'm only reaching somewhere in the neighborhood of five to ten thousand people a week. And I've had I've been shadow, and this was even before I was reaching that many. When I was reaching one or two thousand people a week, one to two thousand people a week, they came and shut my account down from the Thursday before the election to the Friday after the election. Me, I was I was reaching like two thousand people a week max. Twitter hypocrisy. This is a tweet from, if you put that tweet picture up for me, tweet from Arson. Uh, sorry if I butcher your name, Atrofsky. That's not it. That, that's the one I snapped a picture of. We'll give it just a second, see if we can find it. It's down there. Right there. There you go. Play that, put it up. No, that's not it either. Okay, move on. This is a, he was talking about this actual video that I'm about to show you. And this is, this is taught, this is a, a, a forum on tech tyranny. 
And it's actually about what's allowed on and what's not allowed on. Play that video for me. Just Arsen wanted a quick question. He's sitting around the table. Sure, just, okay, a, sure. just a quick question. Hi, my name is Arsen Ostrovsky from the Israeli Jewish Congress, also a human rights lawyer. Keep that um, volume first up of all, now. thank you very much, Ms. Cool. Yes, for your participation here. I have a simple question. Uh, you have recently started flagging the tweets of President Trump. Why have you not flagged the tweets of Iran's Ayatollah Khamenei, who has literally called for the genocide of Israel? It's a Twitter rep right here, Twitter rep. <laughs> so, this is Twitter rep right here. So, we have an approach to world leaders that presently say that direct interactions with fellow public figures, comments on political issues of the day, or foreign policy saber rattling on military economic issues are generally not in violation so of our for genocide is okay, but uh, commenting however, on politics is not, just if, so we understand. Just so, I just want to fine tune the question. Calling for genocide on Twitter is okay, but commenting on political situations in certain countries is not okay? So if a world leader violates our rules, but it is a clear interest in keeping that up on the service, we may place it behind a notice that provides some more context about the violation and allows people to click through if they wish to see that type of content. And that is what happened for, for the Trump tweet. Uh, that tweet was violating our policies regarding the glorification of violence based on the historical context of, of the last line of that tweet and the risk that it could possibly inspire harm uh, and similar actions. And, and it, as it was in the interest of the public to keep that on the platform, we decided to, to, to keep it up, place it behind a notice, put the label on it, as you might say, to limit the interaction with it. But because it is of importance to have it remain so that the citizens can see what their, their political figures are commenting and hold them accountable for what they're saying online. So that's important. I, th I think that what's come up again, um, again and again um, through different examples is actually um, a sense of double standards. And, and, I would, and I would implore Twitter and other online platforms to, to ensure, I think that that's your responsibility and that you have to be held to account for that, that there is no double standard in the application. Everything that that woman just said from Twitter is illegal. If you are going to have government protection, you're not liable for your content, then you are not allowed to censor your content. She's not allowed to do that. Otherwise, they are liable. They don't get exceptions then. They're liable for their content. If they're taking responsibility for their content, then they are a publisher. People are starting to wake up. You know why they'll wake up? Because politicians have to run campaigns on digital and social media now you aren't going to win without it so politicians like right now the republicans hold the senate they had better step up president trump is stepping up he knows he knows he's not going to win if he's banned if he's demonetized on social media deplatformed shadow banned which is happening to him. He knows it. He's put out an executive order for this to be researched, including the DOJ and looking into what they can do with this and why it is that, that right now they are able Twitter, YouTube, Facebook act as publishers when they have the exemptions of a platform. They can't do what that lady just said. They aren't allowed to do it. Think about what was just asked in that video. Trump put out a very benign statement about protest, about, well, not protesters, rioters, 
And they basically, they put it behind their, their curtain where it says like misinformation or that, you know, whatever the word is, it's against community standards. The Ayatollah Khomeini calls for Israeli genocide and that's left up stock bear for everybody to see. That's acting. You are controlling your content. Therefore, you are a publisher and you have no legal exemptions. So we may have to sue it. Listen, the world has changed, folks. It's not day to day anymore. Let me go sign up my kids for practice, soccer practice. Let me go make my doctor's appointments. Let me do my nine to five. Come home and watch 2.7 hours of TV. It's all. No, we are in a war. We are in an absolute ideological warfare. And it's going to take drastic action. Yeah, put that up. This is, this is one of the tweets that was allowed to stand. This isn't even the one I'm talking about. This was in, in response to when Trump took out Hassam Soleimani. The Islamic Republic of Iran will never forget the martyrdom of Hajan, Hajj Qasam Soleimani and will definitely strike a reciprocal blow to the U.S. That is allowed to stay up on Twitter. And Trump stuff gets taken down repeatedly. Jim Jordan was talking about it right there. His own, his whole account was taken down. Out of all the members of Congress, let's say 435 congressmen, 100 senators, 535 members of Congress, four accounts got taken down. All four, Devin Nunez, Jim Jordan, and two other Dem Republicans were the only ones taken down. And it was called a technological glitch. All right, some more quick hitters. The suffering is severe is the title of this article. DC's once booming food truck scene is now almost gone. They used to have a, a very vibrant food truck business in DC. It's gone because of COVID. Another one. Apple surpasses Saudi, Saudi Aramco to become world's most valuable company. Not good since Apple puts out contact tracing technology. Need to watch Apple closely. Another one, Montgomery County, Maryland, private schools ordered to remain closed for in-person instruction because their teachers are refusing to come back to work. I wonder why, because public, public schools are virtual only for the first semester in Montgomery County. So they've been, the private schools get ordered to shut down too, because Montgomery, Maryland, Maryland is an absolute blue democratic, you know, hub of, of the United, one of the many democratic hubs in the United States, totally blue section. And by the way, the parents, the liberal democratic parents are through the roof over this up there. Another one, CNN spokesman doubles down on network's decision. Get this now to say individuals with a cervix instead of women, they're not going to use the word woman. They're talking, they were talking about cancer screenings. And they weren't used the word woman and they were made fun of about it and said CNN didn't repent of it. They just go CNN's spokesman doubles down on network's decision to say individuals with a cervix. That's how they're going to refer to women. Told you folks, NFL bans players from going to churches that are filled to over 25% capacity. NFL bans players from going to church, basically, if their church is filled over 24, this has nothing to do with the, any politics, right? This is all about keeping you safe, 
Got to keep you safe, right? Full of compassion. Not anti-church or anything. You know, bars and nightclubs and places that sell cannabis, they're open, but churches are closed. Some of you are thinking bars have been closed. Yeah. If it doesn't benefit, if it benefits the Democrat, it's open. If it doesn't, you're closed. Executives at Ellen DeGeneres' show accused of sexual misconduct. <laughs> it never stopped. Listen, like I've told you a bunch of times, the gator has to eat. He isn't going to stop. The, listen, the progressive victim train will continue to run no matter what. And it will run over anybody. The victim gator has got to eat. If it runs out of conservatives, it'll eat other liberals. Ellen DeGeneres' own show accused in the Me Too movement. Get this picture. You got to see this because I want you to know that you're not alone. It's a little bit old. Most of you probably already know it. But I just had to put up the picture because when I saw it, it just really makes me happy. Thousands gather for an end of the pandemic protest in Berlin. See, we're not alone. And they ignore coronavirus safety measures. Police were standing on the side of the road telling them, put your mask on. Look at that picture closely. There isn't a soul. Let me put my Christian cuss word in front of it. There is not a freaking soul with a mask on. Way to go, Berlin. Great job, Berlin. I love you. And by the way, it's upwards of close to a million people showed up for that. You look at the pictures. The liberal media, of course, is trying to suppress the number of people. And they'll say that it was 17,000. Look at that. Put the picture up again. The liberal media says 17. Come on. Look at that. That's a seal. Where does it even end? The more honest media is saying close to a million people showed up for that. People are fed up. They're fed up with this garbage. Listen, only the drama queens want to wear a mask around. Yeah, I'm talking to you. You want to wear a mask around that has absolutely no scientific viability whatsoever? You're a little drama queen who has found meaning in your mask. I'm about to make a t-shirt. Mask meaners. You found meaning in wearing your mask around. They do nothing. Now, we need to make this clear. The Democrats love Antifa. Get that Ted Cruz video ready for me. Democrats, listen, Ted Cruz called him out on Capitol Hill. You know, you, you know what the word of God says in Matthew chapter five, verse 37. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. De- Ted Cruz puts it to the Democrats and asks them, where do you stand on Antifa? Play the video for me. Appreciate the, as always, kind and uplifting words of Senator Hirono. And I would also note that throughout her remarks, she still did not say a negative word about Antifa, nor has any Democrat here. Uh, they instead engage in a political game where they depend. You're welcome to say something negative about Antifa right now. I think that I've covered the subject quite well. You okay. are not listening. Okay. She declined to speak, so that is the position of the Democratic Party. I would note also that of the seven Democratic senators who spoke, Not a one of them apologized for or denounced multiple Democrats calling law enforcement officers Nazis, stormtroopers and Gestapo, to be fair. I don't have not heard the word Nazi, but stormtrooper was Nancy Pelosi and Gestapo was another Democratic leader. That is less than helpful. I thank each of the witnesses for your testimony. There you go. 
They were they had seven Democratic senators testified. Not one of them said any, anything against Antifa. Look, this is a great article. This is from Post the Post Millennial. This is a well about a week ago. No, no, not even a week, a week ago. Four or five days ago. Antifa militant whose grandma bought him. This is just so typical, right? Snuggy wearing from Dan Bongino. Snuggy wearing. Hot pocket eating, basement dwelling in his mama's basement, Antifa person. Antifa militant whose grandma bought him his riot vest has been charged with arson. There it is. That's him. (laughs) Antifa's granny review. Now, what she did was the grandma did a review of the item that she bought online. She did a review and she wrote, quote, I got this vest for my grandson, who's a protester downtown Portland. He uses it every night and says it does the job. Now, listen, this is what happened. The cops found her message, her review, her product review. And Matt, and then they have the picture of the kid and matched it to the kid firebombing He's now been arrested. He's in custody, being criminally charged, hopefully with multiple felonies. He was arrested. This is what they used his vest and they found him on this video tossing the bomb. Play the video. Rewind it one more time. There he goes, right there. Everybody see it? One more time. Boom, he throws it. Watch this. Watch. Look at that. How about that? He got arrested. All because Granny, go ahead. <laughs> there he is. He got exactly what he deserved, a little jerk. All right, more on Joey Biden, on whether he needs to be cognitively tested. Now, the first video I'm going to show you, he says that he, he doesn't need, he has never taken a test. And in the second video, he says he's been tested multiple times. Play the first one. Have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump who brags about his tests and makes your mental state an issue for voters? Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Did you watch that? Look, come on, man. I, I, I know you're trying to goad me, but I mean... I'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates. There can be plenty of time. And by the way, as I joke with him, you know, it, I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't, I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway, I am, uh, I am very willing to let the American public judge my physical and mental, fil- my physical as well as my mental fil- fitness. Whew. There he is, your Democratic Party, 2020. He's forward-looking to the debates. Uh, looking forward, Joey. Play the second video for me. Last, last question real quick. Some have speculated sir, that, that, you, that you are subject to some degree of cognitive decline. I'm 65. I don't have word recollection that I used to have. I forget my train of thought from time to time. You got 12 years on me, sir. Are, have you been tested for some degree of cognitive decline? I've been tested and I'm constantly tested. Look, all, you, all I got to do is watch me and I can hardly wait to compare my cognitive capability to the cognitive capability 
of the man I'm running against. Thank you so much. And I bring it back to me. So you see the first first video. Have you been cognitive, cognitively tested? No. Second video. I've been cognitively tested multiple times. Yeah. There he is. Joey Biden. Unbelievable. All right. Quick hitters. Eugene residents confront Black Lives Matter mob. Tell them to get the this is the this is the uh, the title of the article. Get the F out of their neighborhood. Video all profanity warning. Play the video. Now you bring it back to me. There you go. That's Eugene, Oregon. People are fed up. Eugene, they're trying to Portland uh, riots. It's hard to it's hard to say the words correctly because people call them protests. They call them it's Portland riots. The rioters are trying to get spread their virus into Eugene, Oregon, and Eugene's not having it. They're like, you know what? We've had enough. And I'm not saying be violent. And I don't consider what anything was anything that was done there to be violent or criminal. You're getting close there. You got to watch the physical contact, but it's time. It's time to stand up and say, not here, not ever. There's another video. I didn't have time to get it. You know, it's kind of old anyway, but there was another one where black lives matter. People were trying to get into another neighborhood and people stood there and said, no, we're not having it. I can flat out tell you not coming in my neighborhood. Simple as that. Not happening. Not have another quick hitter, Missouri. This is an awesome story. Missouri Republican congressional candidate, Anthony Rogers, wins primary after spending a total of 28 bucks. There he is. That right there is my new hero. Anthony Rogers. I love this guy. He won his primary against another Republican and he spent eight and he won 60, 40, by the way, he won 60% to four by 20 points. He spent a total 20. It seems to be the common denominator. He spent a total of 28 bucks. There he is. Love this guy. We need a poster of this guy. Look at him with the shirt. It wasn't ironed. He's got the, what do you call the flip-flops on his feet? What are they called? Slides. He's got the slides on, wrinkled shirt, you know, ZZ Top. He may be, that may be like a son or son of ZZ Top. Look at that guy. Love that guy. Now he will face Corey Bush, a justice, a social justice Democrat and Black Lives Matter organizer in the general election. That's who this is in St. Louis. So go Anthony, go Anthony Rogers from the gateway pundit, massive international study shows countries get this. Now hear these words, massive international study shows countries with early hydroxychloroquine use had a 79% lower mortality rate. 79% lower with hydroxychloroquine. 79% lower mortality rate. 79% less deaths. And it's still being considered as witchcraft if you say anything about it. Say anything about hydroxychloroquine. On Wednesday night, Dr. Rahman Osoe went on with Laura Ingram to discuss the study that involves the populations of 2 billion people. They lowered through hydroxychloroquine, azithromycin, and zinc. They lowered the death rate by 79%. It's absolute fact. I went to their website. It is a, they have a, a massive amount of information on there. Study by study. 
Another one, Michelle Obama, coronavirus, an opportunity. This quote, Michelle Obama, coronavirus is an opportunity to change how wealth is distributed. How wealth is, how wealth is distributed. That's Michelle Obama. Great opportunity. Coronavirus. See, it's not, it's all about compassion, saving lives, right? No, it's about wealth distribution for Michelle Obama. Here's another one. Meth lab discovered in San Francisco hotel used as a coronavirus shelter. Where at? Oh, San Francisco, Nancy Pelosi's district. There we are once again. In the video, I wanted to show you about more hydroxychloroquine stuff was from Dr. Stella taken down real pandemics. I want to put this out there. I can't show you the video because it was taken down real pandemics. Don't need fake stats and events. And I had a whole litany of fake news and fake stats, but that video has been taken down. Here's a video that wasn't taken down. Canadian associate chief medical officer of health, Dr. Barbara Yaff. She put out this information. Play the video. A lot of people think that testing is going to really solve the whole problem, and it isn't. It's one component of a response. If you test somebody today, uh, you only know if they're infected today. And in fact, if you're testing in a population that doesn't have very much COVID, you'll get false positives almost half the time. That is the person actually doesn't have COVID. They have something else. They may have nothing. Back to me. There you go. What did she say? <laughs> False positives at a 50% rate. Because here is the other thing. You test positive for COVID. That means you could have had a common cold in the last 10 years. Texas had a major error in its Wuhan coronavirus numbers. You can put up that slide for me. The Texas Department of Health, State Health Services, Department of State Health Services on Thursday corrected its Wuhan coronavirus. This is just from 8-1. Coronavirus fatality numbers from the week of July 27th. According to DSHS, 225 people were included in the COVID-19 death toll numbers, despite the coronavirus not being the direct cause of their death. When have you ever seen any? I mean, I know it's redundant, but when have you ever seen anything like this? Why on earth would you need to put out false numbers? A real pandemic will provide you with the death numbers. But case after case, time after time, article after article, lightning death tonight. We've had shooting deaths. We've had motorcycle crashes. They, they, one of the, the big, uh, I like to put it this way because I don't want to demean the woman in any way because her death is tragic. But one of the things that they used in the state of Florida, one of the, the cases that they used to show that young people die of coronavirus was this young nurse that died of coronavirus until it was found out she didn't have coronavirus at all, ever. I think I put that out already. I can't remember whether I covered it or intended to cover it. Now on to masks. Let me show you, first of all, the quintessential mask expert on planet Earth, Antifa myth denier, Gerald Nadler.
I got a video coming up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Man, that's some funny stuff. <laughs> All right, you know, you just have to keep talking about masks, sadly, you know, one time after another. I mean, over and over again. You got the mask Nazis violently approaching, violently dealing with people. Well, here's some mask facts coming from the blaze and steve deese plays that play that video for me here were the findings of this study published over at the university of minnesota zero evidence that cloth and surgical masks help to stop the public spread of coronavirus meaning as a public policy not necessarily with individuals but as a mask mandate a public policy zero evidence that this worked starting in asia it didn't work it doesn't even recommend they are used in close quarters for medical personnel at all. Says only the N95, that's the respirator mask, recommended for medical personnel. That has about 95% efficacy in stopping the spread of coronavirus. It goes on to say there is no evidence yet that N95 works for massive public control and says they're too vital for medical personnel and close corners of vi virus to waste them just in case, which makes me think that we just haven't studied it because they don't want to risk running out of these respirators in case they do actually work. That's my own personal read on this. And then finally... The conclusion from a study at one of the nation's leading infectious disease centers, before we politicize masks as either, as either a symbol of virtue or a symbol of defiance, is unless you're wearing a perfectly fitted N95, whatever you're covering your faith with, face with is probably medically worthless to you or anyone else. There you go. <laughs> whatever you're covering your face with is worthless, but it doesn't stop anything. It doesn't stop people. I mean, it's amazing how you can put that information out. And there are still people that behave like this woman in this video. Please. I was talking to her about something personal regarding. Oh, hi. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, we don't. Make sure that volume's real high for everybody. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you guys, though. That's what I was laughing about. I was talking to him because he just had, he just had these a These guys are trying to be nice to these Kevin people who approached them the about masks. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're locals here, but we just, we're, we're on the other side, too, we're yeah. on the other side of the fence. We don't believe in this stuff. No, that's cool, but you, didn't, you shouldn't go around calling you. I wasn't calling you, so I was well, talking I know, to but I just keep that all to yourself, you know? Well, no, not necessarily, I mean, because... I just don't think it's like... I hear you. you. It's okay. It's all right. I'm a business owner here for 30 years. I got it. Are you going to be okay? I'm on Sepulveda. We're only, we only referral, but we... My, the business is Orbit, uh -huh. and we work. Uh, we work for companies and government. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll, it's okay. We don't work for residents. It's the environment. It's all right. Look at me for. I say shit to you. Here it goes. Oh no! Don't don't get hit. Oh gee. Hey hey hey, Max. Oh shit. That was dumb. Hey. Hey guys, stop. You don't. Hey. Hey. Fuck off me. See this stuff and back to me. This is all over what? Lies. 
People believe if you sit out there and you spout out lies and you're Anthony Fauci and you said at the beginning of the pandemic that masks were useless, and I know I'm, I'm paraphrasing, he said that it could stop an occasional droplet. So for all intents and purposes, useless. So you say you're Anthony Fauci and you're Deborah Burks and you say at the onset of this whole COVID situation that masks are useless. And now you reverse yourself and you say to everybody, there's some sort of life-saving measure when they do absolutely nothing. A mask does at the best mask on planet earth blocks 0.3 microns. And that's an N95 mask. The largest particle of COVID-19 is 0.1. What's larger 0.3 or 0.1. If it's blocking 0.3, it won't block 0.1 and that's the greatest mask on planet earth and they do nothing so you have these little mask nazis going all around all around the united states now confronting people who aren't wearing masks because in their righteousness they believe they're saving lives they don't they i don't know if they honestly believe it or they're just virtue signaling or they're supporting the demon rat party and, and virtue signaling moronic Republicans that have bought into that, bought into this stuff, strip that stupid mask off your face. But that's what's caused this, causing violent confrontations. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man sows, that shall he also reap. Galatians 6, 7. You sit there and you lie to people. You're Anthony Fauci. Listen, if you're President Trump, see, I'm an equal opportunity offender. Because President Trump, Kaylee McEnany also, from their bully pulpits have said wearing a mask is patriotic. And listen, I love Trump, but that's bullcrap. It's not patriotic to wear a mask. It's a lie to wear a mask. Masks do nothing. It's a lie to wear a mask. It's all those people who are out there. Well, I think, you know, if you want to wear it and that's okay, I'm not having anything against you if you want to do it, you know, and, and then, you know, if you want me to, then I will. You're just, what are you saying? Then let's, let's translate that. If you want to lie to yourself, that's fine. If you want me to buy into your lie, that's fine. No, it's all a lie. People are like, what's your problem? You know, just put it on. No, I'm not going to just put it on. What if you said to me, hey, I want you to put on a bra. No, it doesn't hurt me to put on a bra. I go march around town with a bra on. I'm not going to do it. It doesn't hurt me to do it. It's a lie. I'm a dude. Don't need one. Unless I needed like a man's ear or something when I got into my 80s or something. But I'm not going to abide in somebody's lie to make them feel good. Well, it's this mask is giving. Yeah, it's a bunch of idiots marching around and the masks have given them meaning in their life. Masks have given them a cause to get behind. They're meaningless, six, seven, 10, 12 hours a day scrolling through Facebook. They have nothing going for them. They've never won a soul. They've never healed anybody. They've never done anything in their life. And now this gives them meaning by strapping on a mask and waltzing around Target. Play this video for me. Where are you? There she is. Whoa, whoa. Her mask says believe. Yeah, believe your lies. And he's got, his says God's got this. You think this is cute, huh? You 
Thank you. Don't get a damn mask and put it on your face. Thank you for your service. We appreciate your service, sir. Oh my gosh, dude. Are you kidding? See how it is? All over what? That mask, you know what her mask it says, believe on it. And the idiot that says God's got this. Exactly how does God have it if you're wearing a mask? How does God have it if you're wearing a mask? How does that make any sense for one thing? But that masks have given that woman. Who, by the way, what she needs, what he and she needs to concentrate on is mixing in a salad. Push away the bugles and the milkshakes and eat a salad. Maybe losing some weight would make you happier in life. To where you don't have to waltz around Target or Walmart or wherever that was. Virtue signaling to everybody how righteous you are for wearing an absolutely useless item strapped across your pie chute. Absolutely useless. But there is nobody more useless than the NAD. Play it for me. All right, we, we got to stop playing that video. Not playing that video anymore, ever. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, we're playing it again. Don't worry. All right, Deborah Burks. So we don't hear, what, what did you ever hear about face shields? Uh, nothing. What did you ever hear about goggles? Nothing. Well, since, you know, they can't, they, you know, they come out, well, not every, they predicted two to four million Americans would die. That didn't happen. So they didn't get to destroy Trump. By the way, Deborah Burks is a Hillary supporter. Fauci is a Hillary supporter. Both of them deep state hacks. Both of them got their, their information from the Imperial College of London with Neil Ferguson who is a renowned wrong predictor and every prognosticator of every major illness that's happened in the last 10 years. The man never gets anything right. But yet, it's amazing to me. How do these people keep their jobs? If you're Anthony Fauci and you've been in charge of the HIV, HIV vaccine since 1980, and what do we have so far? Let me, let me add up the uh, HIV vaccines. Uh, nothing. Nothing since 1980, 40 freaking years, and you got nothing, right? But these somehow these people keep their jobs. If you have some moniker of charm, I guess, and you can sound like an expert, I guess production and solving problems means nothing. You don't ever have to solve anything. What's Deborah Burks ever done in her life? What's she ever done that's productive? What person has she ever healed? You got these frontline doctors that are out there advocating advocating for hydroxychloroquine with azithromycin and zinc, right? Out there advocating. Frontline doctors curing people with it, curing people with those items. And you've got Fauci and Burks not saying a word about it. The major study just came out. Not only not, only not saying things, Fauci called it anecdotal, which means like mythological. It's unproven. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine, unproven anecdotal evidence. 
They don't. The, the, the newest study comes out and says it's it saved seventy. It made, the mortality rate went down seventy nine percent with people on hydroxychloroquine. What have these people ever done? But they couldn't control you with the death count because it wasn't big enough. They couldn't control you with the death rate because it wasn't big enough. Point one, same as the flu, post-infection death rate. So then they have to, well, how can we control these people? All right, let's get them in masks. Well, yeah, but there's certain people that still aren't doing it. Isn't quite, well, no, there's other things first. What they did first was let's lock down for two weeks, right? Lock down for two weeks? Hmm. Okay, it's, uh, what is it, August 6th? Two weeks? That started, I believe it was April 13th-ish. Two weeks? It's August 6th. So their lockdown mandate, they dragged it out until now with people still, they're, they're relocking down. Do you realize that today in New York City, every major entrance to New York City is blocked and you can't get in until they let you in? Do you know that? They have them sitting at Penn Station right underneath Madison Square Garden, which by the way is just a homeless camp full of feces now. It's a fact. Go there. Go there. Go to Penn Station. Under underneath Madison Square Garden is a homeless camp full of urine and feces. That's what it is. And people shooting up crack. That's what it is now. Because there's no absolutely no there's absolutely no uh law enforcement presence anywhere in New York because the cops are like, we're done. We're out. We're not gonna we're not gonna be charged with murder because we arrest somebody and they die on us. And then we're gonna be charged with murder. Be like Gar- Garrett Rolf, poor Garrett Rolf in Atlanta with the most pure, perfect shooting I've ever seen. He's being charged with felony murder by the by the mayor, who's a Soros acolyte. This is serious business, folks. This is serious warfare. This is serious business. These freaking liberals will put you in prison. They will not think twice about it. Ask Roger Stone. Ask General Mike Flynn. Ask him. Ask Dinesh D'Souza. Campaign finance reform in prison over it for not for receiving money, but for giving money. Barack Hussein Obama got twice, got caught twice doing what Dinesh D'Souza did. What happened to him? Nothing. These people will put you in prison. They don't even care. They don't care, but they couldn't control you enough with the lockdowns. They couldn't control you enough. I mean, again, I mean, it just drives me nuts watching, watching Christian people allegedly who believe the word of God quarantining themselves over a 0.1 post-infection death rate, quarantining their children who have a zero infection and post-infection death rate statistically quarantining themselves. None of this stuff was enough for them. It never ends with Fauci. It never ends with Burks. It never ends with the Democratic Party. It never ends with the UN. It never ends with the World Health Organization. It never ends with Bill Gates. Masks, quarantines, social distancing, lockdowns, relocking down, re-quarantine. They're just doing that in New York today, shutting down every major entrance. We, I, a friend of ours just told us, and then I saw the newscast about it today. You go into New York right now, they are going to contact you. They'll follow you all over the place. And they'll even say it out loud. If we can't find you, if we can't get you on the phone, we'll show up at your house. If you, if you came from a, a dangerous state. So here's Deborah Burks on Fox and friends. So you got Fauci who suddenly comes up with goggles last week. 
Never heard about it before. What we got? What do he say about goggles in March? Nothing. What do he say about goggles in April? Nothing. What do he say about goggles in May? Nothing. What do he say about them in June? Nothing. What do he say about them in July? Nothing. Now Fauci says we need to wear goggles. Well, Burks jumps right on board. Play that video for me. Uh, your colleague, uh, Dr. Fauci, has suggested recently that goggles uh, would work even better or in addition to. Uh, you're talking about masks. People have come around to the reality of that. Are we are we going to look at more demands based on what Dr. Fauci has said? Well, I've seen really great face shields and I've seen them around the country. You know, I've been out to 14 states. The administration sent me out to all of the hot spots and then to the yellow states to really deliver specific messages about how to improve and prevent um, spread in their communities. And I've gotten to see a lot of exciting face masks out there and um, face masks that come from the bottom up. And I think that's really, I think people, the American people are from. innovative. Those are actually pretty easy and straightforward to make many universities. And those who have I can't bear um, it anymore. Bring it back making. to me. So she calls now for face shields. Did you see the look on the commentator from Fox? He goes face shields. So that, that never has happened before. They never asked for face shields before. Yeah. We saw the idiots driving around and walking around with them. But nobody ever called for them before. But now it's just it never stops. It's never enough. It, nothing will ever. Nothing will ever stop. Nothing will ever change. You go goggles. Now it's face. Now it's face shields. Can you imagine if we put on everything they want us to put on? You'd be walking around with a face shield, goggles, and a face mask on. Can you imagine what you would look like? Can you imagine that? Unbelievable. All right, one more time with the mask expert, Gerald Nadler. <laughs> I love it. All right, listen to this one. A little, a little bit more Joe Biden for you. Now, I just named this video Jailboard Joe. I think it was actually maybe Tucker called it. Oh, yeah, Joe Tucker's got it on. It wasn't me that named it. I put Jailboard Joe, Jailboard Joe Biden, stole it from Tucker. But this video is unreal, and it just shows you exactly who this man is, the integrity of this man. Now, earlier, it was plagiarizing Joe. Now it's Jailbird Joe. And look at this story. Play that for me. You're going to find Joe Biden. And what do you think happened to him when he landed? Needless to say, he got arrested. I had the great honor of being arrested with our UN ambassador on the streets of Soweto trying to get to see him on Robbins Island. One of, one of the most saintly guys I ever knew because I got arrested trying to see him when I went down to South Africa. Nelson Mandela. I came back from South Africa trying to see Nelson Mandela and getting arrested for trying to see him on Robbins Island. He was in prison. By Soweto, he apparently means Soweto, and not technically arrested in the legal sense, as in cuffed and sent to jail. No, Biden was talking about arrested in the literal sense, meaning a pause in an object's forward motion. Those fascist South African cops momentarily arrested Joe Biden's progress forward. And for that, he will never forgive them. But when I okay. said arrested, I meant I was not able to, I was not able to move cops Alfred Connors would not let me go with them, made me stay where I was. I guess I, I wasn't arrested. I was stopped. I was not able to move where I wanted to go. That's life in Soweto. Anybody back to me? 
So I wrote it down here. Joe says that he was arrested once for being in a female dorm and he wasn't. He said he was arrested on the Senate floor. Another time I, I cut, I couldn't show you 10 minutes worth of the video. This went on on the video. This is credit Tucker, Tucker Carlson. A second time he was arrested on the Senate floor and then arrested trying to see Joseph Mandela. So three times he claims that he was arrested. And how many times was he arrested? Let's add them all up. Ready? Out of three. A, a zero out of three. That's Joe Biden. I want you to know what's out there and who to vote for. Listen, I've been, I will be, and I will continue to, if Donald Trump keeps saying things like, you know, wearing masks is patriotic. I'm going to rip him for it. He's flat out wrong. He should have sweetened this country and we'd already be past this thing. We would have an economic increase like you would never believe. And we would never would have had a decrease. He would be, he'd be floating like, you know, on one of those lazy rivers in an adventure Island, he'd be floating to winning the 2020 campaign right now. If he would have just sweetened this thing instead of listening to little Fouch, one more little tribute before we leave tonight to Joseph Biden. Play it for me. We met before. It's, it's hard to protect those eyes. I want those eyes. you those eyes. to watch <laughs> me. That is not surprising. That is not surprising. What are you doing now, kiddo? Those eyes. Those eyes. Look at those, those eyes. Look at those eyes. Who does this? Who does this? Who does this? Who does this to anybody's child? Who? Oh my word. Oh my gosh. Who puts their hand on somebody's child like that? Look at her. Who does this? There you go. It's clear. Who needs to win? Donald John Trump 2020 period. There is no other answer that I, and listen, I think outside of his COVID response, he's one of the greatest presidents of all time. I love him and I want him to win. There's absolutely no doubt. And listen, just to make it clear, you cannot be a Christian. You cannot be a Christian and be a part of the democratic party. You can't. You can't simple as that. I don't care. You can go and send me as nasty messages all you want. You cannot be a Christian and be for butchering the unborn and for, for gay marriage and for transgender rights and putting men in women's bathrooms. Sorry. You cannot be a Christian and be a Democrat. It's as simple as that. Listen, I love you guys. I really do. I love you. I appreciate everybody watching. Let's pray real quick. Lord, we praise you tonight. We thank you. For all that we have, Lord, for all that you've provided for us, we thank you for this great country that we live in. Lord, we pray over the body of Christ that we would see that the body of Christ would be able to see what's going on, that we would have divine revelation of what is going on in this country, which is an ushering towards a one world order, a cashless society and the mark of the beast. But Lord, we also know your word. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, actively fight against the devil, and he will flee from you. We know your word, Lord. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, that, Lord, if we fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life, that, Lord, we can hold back your judgment, and, Lord, and harvest souls. 
and live an abundant life right here on earth and that there is great hope ahead of us, Lord, great victory ahead of us. Lord, we love you. And Lord, we pray this revelatory knowledge into the body of Christ. We pray that churches would open, that pastors would see the light, that they were wrong forever closing their churches. Give them courage like John MacArthur in California now. Lord, give them courage to open up their churches in civil disobedience to the draconian authorities that are all around them. And Lord, I pray a mighty revival of repentance, repentance of caving in and being gutless. Lord, repentance of those things. Lord, repentance of not leading the way in our country of showing people that we, Lord, that we have power that we have your word and that we could have just stood on your word and never cowered in the midst of such a weak virus. Lord, bring this revelatory knowledge to the body of Christ. Bring repentance. Lord, we love you. We pray these things in, in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen and amen. Listen, I love you guys. Like and share this video as much as you can. It's probably going to be suppressed. So like and share it as much as you can. I love you guys. Have a great Thursday night.